Hello everyone, my name is Wais Asmal. Welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, a show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship and investments. The main aim is to, to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube and the show will be available on podcast by tomorrow morning. So don't forget to like, subscribe and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. If you're joining us live, Drop a one in the comments so that you know we're not talking to ourselves. And if you're watching the recording, drop a two in the comments. My guest for this week is on the road. So we're getting him from the car. <laughs> yeah. My guest is Tavo Godfrey Mungatane, chartered accountant and CEO of a financial consulting advisory and audit firm. He's also a non-executive director on quite a few organizations. So we're going That's to right. jump in and learn a little bit about him. Tavo, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, man. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I love this platform, um, so I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, I think it's quite informative, and I, I think you know we need more of these. In the country. Brilliant, brilliant. But we're here to find out about you, so let's jump in. Yeah. Tell us your story. Where do you come from? And even outside of work, who is Tabo? <laughs> All right. So I was born in a small mining town of Mukopani, from from the Nonestochitres in Limpopo. Um, we've got the second, if not the if, if not the largest platinum belt in the world. So that's where you find Anglo-American platinum and Ivan Platts um, platinum mines. So I'm um, growing up, you know, um, being a mining town. So I, I grew up. Um, my mother was, um, you know, hustled on the streets. So she sold, you know, tomatoes and. Um, she went to the market in the morning, basically, and then she would buy the vegetables and the fruits, repackage some of those and sell them at a street corner. Um, and that's kind of where I got a lot of my entrepreneurial education. You know, um, whenever we had money at home, my, my sisters and I would use the money, we'd be encouraged to use that money to kind of figure out what is it that people want to buy and then would put it on my, on my mother's store. Um, and a lot of the time when she was not doing that business, when she wasn't doing that, or we had to relieve her during school holidays, she would work, she would double as a, as a domestic worker, you know, for, for, for some of our neighbors. So, so that's kind of where I learned, you know, the value of money, really, uh, and the value of business being that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people need to eat supper, you know, uh, they need their vegetables, they need their meat, you know, they need their staples and, 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 and the key to business in, in that kind of market is that, you know, it's an exchange, you know, it's an exchange for convenience. Um, then I studied accounting to kind of, you know, continue to learn more about business. You know, I tried a couple of businesses, but I don't think we've got a lot of time to talk about those now. But I started a lot of businesses, you know, when I was young and I made a couple of mistakes as well. And then my parents said, you know what, because you're so entrepreneurial, it would be great for you to study something in the commerce and then continue your career from there. Yeah. And uh, outside of work? So outside of work, I'm a, I'm a married man. I'm a family man, father of three, um, wife, uh, one wife, husband to one. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, man. And I, I, I play, I serve on a number of organizations. You know, I, I really believe in, in spending my time productively. Um, so I serve on a number of organizations, and I think I'll go into more detail around that when we go into our education, because apart from being a CA, I kind of studied um, 
to 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 serve um, in civic leadership. I was doing a little bit of research on your LinkedIn profile, and I saw uh, you were CEO of an audit and consulting firm yeah. that was established a few years ago. Now I don't yeah. see many chartered accountants establishing new audit firms. Why yeah. is that? Why do you think that is the case, and why did you decide to, to go that way? Because it doesn't seem like a lot of people are doing that. I think it's all it's experience. So, so let me tell you how our firm started, right? Um, back in university, my first job was to be an academic mentor. So I was trained, I worked for one of the departments um, um, and as an academic mentor, I was trained on the seven habits of highly successful people. Um, and during that time, you know, as, a, as an academic mentor, you spend a lot of time um, with students you spend a lot of time, you know, understanding what are they struggling with and what are some of the challenges. And from then you establish a relationship. So my business partner and I were in first year together and we used to spend time. So we had two libraries at the University of Limpopo. So there's the main library, the quiet one, and then there's a very noisy library, which is the discussion hall. So we spent most of our time in the discussion hall and there would be different groups of people that, you know, would sit with and, you know, assist with school it was also our, our way of also studying, you know, um, getting our marks because as you assist, you know, you become smarter and smarter. And from there, I was an academic um, trainee at, at the University of Johannesburg. Um, then I served at the Auditor General, where I then became a manager in the learning and development space, you know, again, working on CTA, on professional development, and so forth and so on. So throughout my career, um, there's always been, you know, I've always been serving. And I've always been serving, advising. I've always been assisting where I'm needed, you know. And I hope we haven't lost him. Because he, he's talking to us from the car. Looks like he was just getting into it. I apologize. This is the vagaries of low shedding. And we just need to see if he's going to be back. He might have lost his battery. He definitely lost his battery. <laughs> so apologies for that, everyone. Um, but in the meantime, while he's hopefully trying to get back on, if he does try and get back on, one of the reasons that I wanted him to come onto the show was because CEO of an auditing and consulting firm, and we don't see that often. So I wanted him to give us some thoughts there, and hopefully, hopefully he comes back, or hopefully he's got enough electricity to jump back on. And I'll also go through some of the questions that I wanted to speak to him about. So, for example, he's, he's an audit committee chairman on one board, and he's a non-executive director on a few other boards. And I wanted to check with him, like, why or... What advice does you have for us in terms of, especially those of you who are currently professionals in corporate, you know, thinking of becoming audit, audit committee or directors on boards, what advice he has for us. So uh, hopefully if he comes back, we can join him and we can join in. And if you've got any questions for him, put it in the comment section. Something says his battery's died, um, but we'll give him a minute. The other thing that I found was quite interesting is this the first, well, it's not the first time, but the, um, I don't interview too many academic trainees or people who, who did the academic articles. And I wanted to get his insights on, on that. Um, 
if you've got anyone who's been an academic trainee that you think would be a good uh, person to interview, who will give us a good idea on what are the benefits and also like in hindsight, was it a good decision? Because it may or may not be, I don't know the answer. Um, so I'm really happy to take your suggestions at that. Um, and for interest sake, also uh, Tabu completed his articles at the Auditor General. And lots of people ask me advice on whether they should do articles at the AG or they, whether they should do articles in public practice or in corporate. But I've never been at the AG, so I can only give you advice from an external perspective. And uh, I wanted his advice on from somebody who's actually done articles at the Auditor General. Uh, what are the benefits of... So if he does come back, that's one of the questions I'll be asking him. Otherwise, we'll be ending the stream a little bit earlier this time. Unfortunately, with the... With load shedding and having to take meetings in the car, these things are bound to happen. And I suppose that's the main question. So next steps, I do have questions for him. I think we're rather going to end the stream a little bit early today. If he does come back or if he does reconnect, we will jump back on and I'll restart the broadcast. But uh, otherwise, show has been live on YouTube and will be available on podcast tomorrow. If you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. Thanks, everyone, for joining. We'll, if if Tabo doesn't join us again, we'll be back next week with another guest. Thanks for joining for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat. Goodbye.